The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Clean Nation, Mike Campion here with Anthony DeBicaro, which I'm dying to say DeBicaro because I'm illiterate, but I think I got it right. This dude uh, is one of our brand newest Next Level members, has a company called, commercial company called Magic Clean, started in January 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just wanted to share his story with you guys because we can yak and yak and yak, but I love hearing actual owners of cleaning companies share their struggles, their things that are working. Those, those aren't that working. I think you can learn as much or more from those in the coaching. Um, I'm sure I butchered your, your intro, Anthony, anything you'd like to say to add, detract or change from any of the crap I just said? Uh, no, you actually, you nailed it. So good job, Mike. <laughs> Perfect. Every, every fifth podcast, I'll get an introduction nailed. So there we go. Um, so let's just start with, give us a 30 second summary of when you started January, 2020, kind of what you hoped out of the business. And then typically when people, you know, I'll let you tell your own story, but typically when people call us, it's not because things are going great. They've got some frustration. They're, they're stuck. Something's driving them nuts. And I know how hard it is. I'm a dude, right? I don't like asking for directions any more than the next dude. So it's hard to go from, this is my baby and it's perfect. And I love her, you know, talking about our business to, all right, there's some, you know, my baby might be sick. There might be something wrong. My baby screams all night and I can't sleep and I need to change something to, I'm actually going to take action to not just reach out to someone for help, but then, you know, joining a program, it's a big commitment of time and step, you know, so what happened kind of walk us through just 30 seconds, the first two years, what made you call? And then we'll pick up your story. We'll pick up your story there. Sure. So I started, um, alongside, um, being a property manager. Uh, so I thought as the time uh, that it would take for me to start my property management business that I could um, go ahead and have cleaning on the side to kind of go hand in hand. Um, and it really turned out that um, I was fortunate enough even through the pandemic to turn them both into two full-time uh, businesses or projects. Um, so that, you know, fast forward <laughs> through, you know, quite a bit of struggle and everything else, but that's where I got to a place where, um, you know, you kind of realize you're not, you're not superhuman as much as maybe you want to be. Um, so, so know, what, what brought that on? Was it, you were working too much, you were going, taking two steps forward, seven steps back. Like when you say not superhuman, what was, what, how'd that show up in your life? Um, well, it just showed up that, um, just no breaks, constant, you know, running around, um, I was on the phone all the time. And at that time I was, I was cleaning. I was just a, you know, the, a one man show, uh, whenever you start out and then, uh, with the property management side of things, um, you know, really it's, uh, putting out fires <laughs> like, uh, constantly. So I had a, a business that was, you know, I had to physically be there in another business where I was kind of a punching bag of landlords that I worked for and tenants that, um, you know, everybody is looking for me for answers. Uh, so, and then in the beginning of this year, in January, um, 
my fiance and I, we had a baby. Uh, so that was really where I, I knew that there was a decision that had to be made. Um, and I, I learned a lot of things, but I didn't really learn how to juggle. Um, and I, I was, I was going to drop one of the balls and it wasn't going to be the baby. So, um, I, I knew that for the first half of this year, I knew that there was a decision that was going to need to be made. So let me comment. Cause that is so common. And most people, it sounds like this is the path Anthony was on. We will keep working until something big happens. And thank God for you, Anthony was having a baby and being like, hold on, I am clear on my, um, priorities. And a lot of times for those of us that are parents already, we'll start the parent, we'll start the business with kids and we'll get that place. But somehow a new kid will shake us into reality, but having kids, we'll just not even, we'll know, like, I'm not connecting with my kids. And when I am home, it's just my body. I'm not even present with them. So I guess what I encourage all of you guys, cleaning nation gals is don't wait. And I got to say 10% of the time or 5% of the time, it's, I got married. I had a baby or it's a blessing in your life. 90, 95% of the time, it's a curse, right? Like my spouse left me or my kid got into some real trouble because dad wasn't around or mom wasn't around and, or I physically got sick or I could, I had to go to the hospital. We like something tragic happens and we get a lot of calls at that time, or I got too old to clean and man, we'll do everything we can to help you then. But for crying out loud, you don't have to wait. Like there, we don't have to wait for like, drives me nuts when people are like new year's, well, you know, it's October, like first of the year, I'm going to start losing weight. It's like for crying out loud, like it's just an arbitrary date. Like we just made up the calendar. Nothing really happened. This is just how we counted. We could have, you know, March 3rd could have been the new year. If we like, what are we talking? We're just making it up. So don't wait for sickness or something good, like a baby or the ending of a relationship or you can, you can make this change today just because you decide to, right? So this is, I love this podcast opportunity. Just like, hold on, is today the day? How am I doing? Are things out of hand? Do I need to wait until some fabricated July, you know, January 1st, or I get a baby or I get sick or whatever, take action. All right. So usually we'll kind of walk through all that, but let's, let's just for fun, let's do it a little different order. I'm going to skip to the end. Tell me what your life looks and feels like now. Then we'll reverse engineer and be like, okay, how do we get that for the rest of cleaning nation? So what's, I think we only met nine weeks ago, eight, nine weeks ago, like a couple months, more than two, less than three. Yeah. Towards the end of May. Um, okay. So, and we're recording this July towards the end of July. So call it two months. Um, yeah. How's your life different? What what's changed? And then whenever and when you get all this and people, oh, how do I do that? Then we'll tell them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the arrangement that my fiance and I have now that works pretty good is uh, he goes to work until the afternoon, and I'm I'm dad until about mm. two three o'clock every day, and then love that. You know, and my staff they all work um, for the most part four to midnight. Um, so. I'm on hand available for them. Um, but you know, we get, we get to have dinner together and then, you know, I pass the baby off, you know, so hopefully that's whenever she decides to be cranky is whenever I'm out doing all of my work. But yeah, uh, that's not something we coach on, by the way, that's a different course, a different <laughs> set of people. We can't <laughs> training your baby to be cranky for your spouse or your, we, that's with beyond our skill set. But the, uh, the, I love Anthony that you're like, I, what I'm hearing you say, and please, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What I hear you saying is, Two months ago, you felt like your business, not you felt like the reality was your business has controlled your life. Now you still work, right? It's only been two months. You're not like, I am make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and I just, I don't, I don't do anything. We're not quite there yet, but I control my schedule and I decide when I work and when I don't work. 
And most importantly, that schedule I've decided on works for me and the people I love. It doesn't just, that's what the business needs. And I make the people I love suffer through the schedule my business needs. Am I hearing you right? Or am I totally twisting you? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's uh, hitting the nail on the head there. I would say just the, the biggest things for me were to get that control and in that freedom to at least be on my own terms um, in, you know, the mornings with the bait. I mean, you know, that's something I'll, I'll never get back. Um, so to be able to, to be here and be here f- with her for that, um, it's really, you know, the most valuable thing, <laughs> you know, that I could, there's no price tag for it. So um, the, the thing I want to encourage you guys, listeners on is, you know, I wish, you know, I would like to be like, you see, our program is the best. Everyone come here and give us money, but we only take a little bit of money. So that's not the answer. The answer is Anthony made a decision. So I think the big thing I want you guys to get, because a lot of you right now are listening, might go, I'm not there yet, but maybe if you really thought about it, you are right. You're like, I mean, think through like, is your spouse kind of like, yeah, I expect when you come home, you're going to be on the phone and on the computer and answering emails and maybe your body's there but I got to like dance or compete with your business for your attention. Maybe your kids even worse, right? Maybe you started your business when your kids are four and they're now seven. So you never had that like, Oh my gosh, I've got this first child. I'm going to, you know, it was, you know, the, the clarity just came naturally. Um, what I'm hearing from Anthony, certainly I like to think that we offered some help and some systems and processes, but the start of that was he made a decision. He went from a life of, if I got to let, chaos reign in my life to feed my family. And that's the price I have to pay. I guess I'll pay it to no, I've made a line in the same decision to what I want my life's going to look like. And I'm going to make my business bend to create that life. I'm not going to continue bending my life to, and again, then you can find the systems and process and support and community, you know, then obviously there's some tools to be done, but before you'd made that decision, we were still here. We were here the whole time but of complete or any other resource you chose to get, but they didn't do you any good because you made the decision. Am I overstating that? Or is, is, is that how you experienced it? No, that's uh yeah, that's perfect actually. Cause you know, it came down to deciding exactly what it was that I wanted. Um, and you know, they say, you know, desire is the starting point of all achievements. So I would even say decision because you had the desire and then you made the keyword. I decided what I want. I'm like, that's when the magic happened. Yeah. And then it was every decision after that, after you make the first decision, as long as it's still in line with, um, you know, who you are and what you want, the, this, the decisions after that, you know, are really easy. It was, you know, okay, this is what I want. And then, okay, now I can join a program and a community of, people with a, a, you know, a recipe and a system that's going to, you know, show me how to get to where I want, you know, as long as I, as long as I follow the recipe, I mean, obviously, but it was a no brainer decision. Um, so hopefully you guys are hearing first, he had to decide where he wanted to go, right? If he came to me as a potential client and said, Hey, Mike, I need help. Great. Help with what? I don't know. Making my business better. What's better to look like you? I don't know. Better than it is now. And he wasn't clear on, I want control over my time. He's obviously got some financial goals that we have to share here. Um, but if he's just, I want to make my life, my life better, no decent coach or who's going to help. How do I help? I don't even know what that means to you. So the decision of first, I know what I want, right? That until he had that, no one can help him. 
And then the decision of, and I'm going to do what it takes to get it. Those are the magic. So if y'all are taking notes, you're like, what's my action item? Get clear on what you want and then make a decision that you're going to subserviate all the other decisions to it. So once he decided, my decision is to my wife and my, or my fiance and my kid, my, my, my little girl, and that's what this business is, exists to do. Now, like you used the words you exact said were, everything else became easy. And I don't know if it became easy, but it certainly became simple. But until yeah. we're clear on, do I live to serve the business or does the business live to serve me? Or does the business live to serve my daughter? And once we're clear on that, then you're I, a thousand percent. The other decisions are simple. But until you have that, help or no help, you're just going in circles. So you're going to a travel agent going, I want to go help me plan my trip. And you're like, where do you want to go? You're like, East. I'm like, well... I can't buy a plane ticket for East, like like Florida, like Paris. What help me walk with me? What does that mean? All right, so clarity and decision, huge, huge, huge. If that's all you guys get, that's a big one. Literally, we're going to talk some tactics. But until you have that, if you're not willing to get clear on what you want and decide that you're going to get it, everything else we have doesn't help. But once you get that, this next part will be helpful. So, what were the big things that you were able to do, Anthony, to change from a man who is clear? on what he wanted of freedom and to be able to decide when he worked and when he didn't and had made a decision to do that to a guy that's actually got that in his life now. <clears throat> well, so with, with the decision, I would say, you know, the biggest reservation or fear is that my day to day is, you know, it's going to change. Um, and, you know, however uncomfortable or whatever I might've decided that that was, there's mm -hmm. still that, you know, the, the devil, you know, and swapping it. What's the saying? How's the saying go? The um, Yeah. Basically I'm working 24 seven. I don't have time for the people I love, but I know what this feels like. Yeah. Or behind door number two is I'm going to make some boundaries and I'm going to have time for the people I love, but that might require me to work at a higher level, learn new skills, become a leader, do things I don't like, do things I'm uncomfortable with. Is am I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is that what? Yeah. Yeah. Just a complete change of, environment i mean it's even like whenever for me to compare that to is like learning that i'm going to be a new father it's like okay i'm not quite to that big of an extent but you know almost the same feelings is okay things are going to be categorically different um and i just have to be able to adapt and you know that took some mental gymnastics as well as you know I think Bruce Lee, like be like water, right? So you can just kind of adapt to your surroundings and be what you need to be. But another big thing that I had kind of in my tool belt uh, was the saying that action cures fear. Um, you know, so the time that you spend deliberating and, and thinking um, where, you know, maybe doubt and whatever creeps in, but, you know, if you just spent that time actually doing the action, might, the action item and, and putting that effort forward, um, you, you really move the ball. Um, and I so guess on that, on that note, I know you've taken a lot of action in the last couple months. What was the, if you could pick one to kind of share with cleaning nation that might give them the most value, what was the big action that you took that you felt kind of had the most help towards your goal? Um, well, besides, trying to think of the best way to phrase it. I mean, I would say that taking the action of, um, you mentioned that uh, the, the best 
the best new customers to find are your current customers. Um, that's a writer downer kids, by the way, if you're don't, don't just cause he said it real easy. The, the best, best new source of revenue is not new customers. It's current customers. Go ahead. buddy. And whenever I, um, I didn't have any fears about, um, raising prices or anything like that on my current customers. Um, because I really was offering them better service and it was better for them ultimately better for my employees. And that's, that's another writer downer guys. Anthony's because he's saying it so casually. It sounds like there's nothing in there. There's a lot in there, not just, and by the way, we don't just arbitrarily raise prices. It's not like when you come into our program, we're like just raise prices 20%. We look at your prices and we give you the confidence. So you know exactly what to rise them. That said, he said two key things. It wasn't just better for me because a lot of times people fight it if like, it's good for me, it's a win for me, but it's a loss for you. Good people are like, well, that's not fair. I don't want to do that. He said, and more importantly, I know Anthony believes it was better for them, for them to get the, the result they want. They need to pay a price so they can afford it. And it was better for my employees. And it was better for me. So when you have a win, 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 and you go in to have that conversation and the customer feels that Anthony's caring for them. Hey, the best thing I can do for you is charge you the right amount so you can get the service that you want. You call me for a problem. And if money was the problem, not solving it. Don't have any, any cleaning service would be the best. That's free. Well, obviously that doesn't work because the problem doesn't get solved. So your goal isn't to save money, it's to solve this problem. And I just love your belief. And you just said it so casually, like it was a fact. Yeah, it's best for me, it's best for my customers, best for my employees that owning it is that's big boy stuff. And it, Anthony makes it look easy. That's why I'm poking at it. So people are like, wait a second, what? That, that takes work. Please continue. <clears throat> well, that was six months ago. If I had to have that conversation with my customers, I would have curled up into a ball and maybe rescheduled it <laughs> for a week after week after week. And then, you know, really it, it would never get done, but you know, I was able to go in there and, and genuinely feel that way that, you know, I've looked at the numbers, you know, this is going to help from top to bottom, um, be able to help you. And then as my business, as it helps my business grow, then I'm able to help more people. So it's, you know, I had no reservation. I, I wasn't holding anything back. So, and being able to speak with everything out in the open like that, um, they were really responsive to it too. Like, okay, wonderful. And so which was the best part for you? Was it the financial rewards of, Hey, I'm doing the same amount of work I was doing now, but before I was struggling to make a profit and pay bills and have the overhead and resource that I need to serve them right to now making a fair profit. And I like doing it and I've got all the resources I need. Was that the best part or was it the confidence of changing your how the relationship felt from your side to beggar. Hey, can I please have money and I'll do everything I can as cheap as I can. And you're kind of this beggar to more of a consultant. We're like, Hey, we're working together to solve this problem for you, which cause different, you know, different, there's no right answer. I'm just interested for you. What was the more, what felt better? What was more impactful for you? Yeah, definitely feeling as, you know, I'm coming in now from the consultant stance um, because that's something that, you know, it doesn't go, it doesn't go away. Mm. You know, um, you know, there's, there's some financial reward or something from, from raising, but the value that, that I get from being a genuine person feeling that way and going from, 
customer to customer uh, and, and having confidence that I'm here to help. And, you know, I'm, if it, if it doesn't work out great, I had no fear um, because there's only a couple of ways that it would work where, you know, if it, if it didn't work out and they were mad about the prices or, or whatever, and they got rid of me, then, okay, well, I, you know, really I wasn't in a place where it was good for my business to begin with. So we didn't really lose out on anything there or they try some other solution and that doesn't work out and they, they call me back. Um, you know, so it's something like, Hey, we part as friends. This didn't quite work out the way we wanted it to, but if something changes on your end, you have my number, please call me. Uh, so just the way that everything lined up where it was a complete benefit for me and a complete benefit for them. Um, there was, you know, you talk about the win, win, win. Uh, I didn't see any scenario where there were any losers, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's funny. It's paradoxical. The people that really value the right, the changing of the relationship from beggar. Cause we hate that when it's like, can I please have my money? Can I please have price raise? Can I, you know, come on, let me do this. I'm, I'm bidding a bunch of, and it's just like, I was begging feels gross for us. And I don't even think the vendor likes it. Like they're probably, mm. or, they, or the customer likes it. Cause they're like, I'm uncomfortable with this. Like this guy even know what he's doing. But when you come in and you're like, I'm here to solve a problem. I know better than anyone else how to solve the problem. Let's talk. Let me really understand your pain. If once I understand it, you understand a lot of times just the value of helping them understand their own pain is something none of the other people they talk to have even helped them with. And then you're clear on it. And you're like, I know I can solve that problem. And then you bring a solution. It just feels so much better. So it's funny that for you, Anthony, you're talking about <clears throat> that. I don't say renegotiating, but re-experiencing how your relationship with your customers feels was the most important. It's funny that that tends to be the thing that makes the most money in the future. So you're like, the money's great, but it's kind of a bonus. It's like, well, it's coming because just the vibe of we have clients that we have a mutual respect for, we're just able to serve them at such a high level. When it's like, you didn't do this and you didn't do this. Blah, blah, blah. They're miserable barking at you. You're miserable being barked at. There's passive aggressive things. Like, I don't like this guy. A bunch of weird stuff comes up. But when the guy comes and says, hey, Anthony, I know we talked about this and it didn't happen. And you're like, I got it. I'm on. And we can just kind of have a conversation. It just works so much smoothlier. We tend to keep the clients for longer at higher prices. We're able to sell more. And that confidence begets more confidence. And if and when there are people that are just like, no, I treat my vendors terribly. It doesn't matter how you show up. I'm going to try it because typically it's some sort of insecurity or some weird thing going on their end. They're just going to treat you poorly. You've got the confidence to be like, oh, no, no, no. I know what a proper relationship should work, look like. And this ain't it. This isn't healthy. If you want a whipping boy, God bless. I ain't him. And that it's funny. I guess what I hear, the short version is I hear you saying the value in the relationships was what you valued more highly. The money was nice. And it's like, well, the funny thing is to get the money, you need those value in your relationships. So it's kind of like you, you, you got to get one to get the other. All right. We have gone over because I'm fascinated by your story. I'm going to let you end any, uh, what the floor is yours. Give value any way you see fit to clean nation, my friend. <clears throat> well, I would say that, um, whenever you, you go to, cook dinner to save yourself time, headaches, and money. You go to the cookbook and you follow a recipe if you want to deliver a good product. Um, so find your recipe out there for growing your business and, and follow the recipe and 
don't be afraid to uh, don't be afraid to cook one or two bad meals to learn love that and cook a good one. I would even add find the recipe from someone that's made it a couple times. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. and help others make it a couple times. Correct. Yes, <laughs> very key. But that's a, mm. that is the golden point to that to make sure that they know how to make a good dinner before you're using their recipes. Yeah, the map you're following. Make sure the dude has gotten <laughs> successfully to where you're trying to go, or gal. Um, that's great. If I could add to it, I would. That's absolutely perfect. And that's it, Clean Nation. So if we're that resource for you, that's awesome. If we're not. The only thing I never want people to do is be like, that oh, Mike's a dummy or I don't like Anthony or whatever. We're not going to use them. Fine. So we're just going to go back and keep doing what we've been doing and hope for a different result. That Please don't do that. That's not going to work. Find a different mentor, a different system, someone that knows what the heck they're doing and be friends with them, pay them money, do whatever you need to do, but find someone that's got, and it just works for everything, business, health, parenting, like find someone that's gotten the results that you want, whether it's an official coaching relationship or a mentor, whatever it is, and just have them help. I think that's one of the easiest things is to find someone. It just, it makes it go so much faster. Like do it on your own. It's, it's just crazy talk. All right. If uh, that said, if you're like, Hey, I'm fine. Give me more. I want some help. Growingcleaningcompany.com. We've got over 800 podcasts, tons and tons of free resources. Check it out now. Clean Nation. Growingcleaningcompany.com. Check it out. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is man. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.